Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that can allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. So uh, Mike Duffy has asked me, what about payment plans on higher level packages, right? So that's the question that Michael's asked. So let's, um, let's spread this out, let's open it up and just talk about payment plans for, you know, in general for businesses, right? Is whatever product or service that you are offering, no matter what it is, you can actually gain a big degree of business growth by introducing different payment methods for your clients, so this is something that's really, really important, and it's something that I encourage everybody in business to look at. doesn't matter what type of business you're in, doesn't matter how long you've been going, doesn't matter what you're doing, at some point you've got to be looking at your proposition and your payment mechanisms. You know, uh, one of the, I learned this very much. Oh, everything's just gone very, very dark. <laughs> right, not quite sure what's happened there. Let's get a bit. Oh, we're having a lot of, uh, a lot of issues over um, removing offices, so... Uh, Let's see what's going on here. Right, bear with me, everybody. We're going to go on a little walk. Right, okay, so um, we're going to keep going. This is, uh, this is pure improvisation. Hopefully, I don't fall down the stairs, everybody, as we're going. So, yeah, I learned this very much in the car industry. And in the car industry, um, one of the areas that I was able to get a lot of growth was by having finance companies that provided finance options for the clients. So I'm just rewiring the circuits here. But offering uh, payment options to our clients, okay? And this is something that everybody can do, and everybody can do for their businesses, whatever business you're in. Talk about not getting thrown, hey, everybody? Look at that. Right. <laughs> Throw some love out for that because that was, uh, that was pretty good, I thought. Okay, so, yeah, pay- payment options uh, for make sure that uh, you've got a payment option <laughs> that you can offer um, your clients. Now, if you're in a business that sells higher value packages, as Mike is indicating, you're going to want to have a payment option for your clients that allows them to spread the payments. So one of the things we do is we work with a 0% finance provider. So everyone's laughing, right? Someone's getting some, getting some good laughs and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, that probably is the worst thing that could happen. Unless I get struck by lightning as I sit here, I don't see anything worse happening than that. So we can get through that. We can get through anything. Right? Um, okay, so um, essentially, uh, we offer like 0% products for our clients. And what that does is it allows people to spread the cost of different options. So you can always look at a 0% offer for your clients. You can also look at recurring options. So let's talk first of all about recurring options. So recurring options are using something like GoCardless. And what GoCardless does is it allows you to spread the cost where somebody can break the payments up and they can pay monthly 
and you can essentially get a direct debit going for your clients. Now, this is really, really, really useful. Anybody that offers professional services or recurring payments where people are part of a membership or they're getting a service is going to want to look at using something like GoCardless for their business. Because as a smaller business, when you start out, right, you can't get a direct debit set up with a bank unless you've got a huge amount of, uh, you, you know, huge amount of revenue going through. But you can get something like GoCardless where you pay a small percentage to them and they'll allow you to split the payments. That's one option. Um, the second option is you can look at Stripe as a recurring payment. So what Stripe will do is that will allow you to continually uh, take payments off uh, people's debit cards, credit cards, any type of card, so they can set up a recurring payment. So that's another good, quick, easy option that you can get that can allow people to spread the payments over a period of time. So I would look at whatever business you're in, looking at having a recurring setup. I know that there's a lot of businesses out there that currently don't have anything that allows them to spread or break up the payments. Now, what that does is it makes a lot of the time your product not affordable for your client. Alternatively, they're still going to buy your product, but they're going to go somewhere else and buy it. We don't want to be losing clients over a payment option. We want to be providing them with something. As you get bigger, as your products and services become more recognized, you can, you can actually make uh, you know, alliances, partnerships with different providers, and you can get to introduce business to them. You can have working relationships with them. But with that working relationship, of course, then when you have that working relationship with a finance provider, you're going to have to do the correct reporting to them. You have to make sure your structure is right. You have to make sure your products are right. You have to make sure your complaints are low. And you're really going to have to make sure that your products and service offering is on point. Um, and if you do that, then you'll find you'll get good results from there. I hope that everybody found that helpful. So let's just have a quick look um, in the comments. So Cam is saying, we use payment plans, gold plans spread over the subscription using WellPay. So WellPay is another one um, that you can use or spread payments up to uh, 12% on a company called Divide Buy. Okay, is it not? Is it Halloween tonight? Mike's asked if it's Halloween tonight. It looked like it when I was in the dark, didn't it, to be fair? So uh, Michelle is saying a site that brings emails together from various platforms. So essentially, you really want to work with one email provider. You don't want to work with multiple different email providers. The easy answer to this is you need to export your emails out of wherever they are currently. And if they're in four different places currently, you've got to export them out of all four and you've got to put them into one trusted provider and you've got to use that provider for messaging your business. Now, there's multiple different ones that you can use. You can use something like Infusionsoft, which is very, very good. You can use something like Actionetics, which is a part of ClickFunnels, which is also very, very good. You can use a more basic one, which is more of a startup one called MailChimp. So you can use something like that as well. And you want to basically cultivate that list. I'll give you some tips on email marketing so we've got a bit more context for the answer. You know, what we all have to remember about email marketing is when you send an email out, your open rate is going to be anywhere from 10 to 20%. That means 80% of people are not going to open it. So what you really need to do is track those that open it and those that don't open it. And you can either resend the email to the people who didn't open it, or you can send a new email to the people that didn't open it. And that way you can increase your open rate and your communication with people because you've got that, that block where it's not getting through the different junk filters and everything else like that. So um, my advice to be would get them all in one place, use one email provider. In terms of a software that brings it all together, I'll give you a couple of softwares because people might find this useful. So for Infusionsoft, there is a software called Plus This. 
And that is an additional cost to Infusionsoft. And once you add plus this on, it gives you the capabilities to do a lot more stuff. And like no one, not many people know about it. In our industry, a lot of people will know about it, but some people in other industries won't know about it. And that will open up your capability. So that is one that pulls from different areas. Now, the other software that's really, really good is one called Twilio. And that uh, Twilio is, is uh, sorry, um, not Twilio. Twilio is for your text messaging um, automation, uh, Zapier. Okay, so Zapier is going to be another software that allows you to pull from different places and access and connect different softwares together. And it works pretty much with everything, right? So if you go and check Zapier out, you'll find that you can use that for like 100 different things. I think, uh, Michelle, if you're there tomorrow, I'll sit down with you tomorrow. I'll get a bit of context with what you're trying to do and give you some advice on that uh, directly when I see you tomorrow. So I hope that's helpful for you, Michelle. Okay, so Sam's question, he has asked me, uh, my question is when creating a new funnel page, so we're going, uh, we're going to be talking about funnels for this question. Anybody like funnels? If you like funnels, put a nice thumbs up or put a funnel lover or put a heart in the comments because we're going to be going over funnels now. When creating a new funnel page with a unique domain name, should I run the ads for my personal brand account or Ginger Beard's brand or create a new Facebook page for the new service? Okay, so I'm going to answer this question in, in, in a way that uh, might say, you know, very directly, okay? It doesn't matter, right? It, it doesn't really matter. You just got to understand. So I'm going to context Sam's question and make it easy for everyone to follow, right? Sam's question is, He's going to launch a new domain. Does it run it through his business's brand or does he start a new brand? Same is pretty much same as Chris, uh, Chris's question earlier on. Um, the fact is when you're getting your ads out and you're getting your message out to people, what they're going to be looking at is they're going to be looking at your image. They're going to be looking at your copy. They're going to be looking at your funnel page or your web page that they're going to and they're visiting. They're going to be assessing if that is of value to them. Once they've looked through that, they're going to decide whether they opt in or decide whether they don't opt in. The one thing I would say is make it as congruent as possible. Make uh, things match. So, for example, if your new product is that you're going to sell razors and they are going to be going to Ginger Beard, right, which is Sam's company, which is a marketing company. Now, you can actually you can link that up in a way. But if you're going to be selling trainers, right, and they're going to be going to Ginger Beard, you're oh, I'm not quite sure that this is, this is working. So we need to create that congruency where they fit together. If you want to start a new one, start a new one. But what you have to remember about Facebook advertising is everything you do is dark posts, okay? And what dark posts means is they're not going on your feed. Nobody knows they're there. You can test out the responsiveness. You're going to drop a pin on the person, the head that you want to reach. You're going to put the message out to them. You're going to put the message in front of them, and you're going to engage them, and you're going to do that again and again and again. You're going to monitor in the back end whether your advertisement is working, whether you're getting success with that advertising or not. And then you're going to turn it on or you're going to turn it off depending on the success. So I would say to you, just go out there and test, work through the test. And uh, what's probably going to be more important is your funnel than actually your ad. Your ad's going to drive the traffic over there. If you're going to get an opt-in on your funnel, you need to make sure that the copy of your funnel is good, the imagery of your funnel is good, that the design is good. And that really is going to play a big part. And also, does your ad match what your funnel's doing? Because they're going to link together and that's going to be really, really important. 
Hey everybody, Adam here, and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive Academy Days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.